All right. Hey, dude. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the Brain Dump Diaries podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Wallacher with the Roxology Method. That includes courses, journals, one-on-one coaching, and oh, so much more. Here, we like to focus on all-around health and creating that healthy life now, not waiting for the body and punishing yourself with strict diets, strict routines, and fearing food and fitness to the point where it is unhealthy, unsustainable, and you are just at the point of wanting to change. So we create your dream life now, create a healthy relationship and image with your body and the stress around it, and heal your relationship with food and fitness all at the same time. If that's what you are interested in, then stick around because today specifically, I want to talk about food memories and family gatherings and just like the healthy food struggles that kind of go along with it. And the reason I want to is because when you are following a strict diet and strict routine, oftentimes getting together with family and or creating memories with others, it it involves food most of the time, food and drink, because that is something that we can all get behind. And a lot of times tradition is passed down through food, through get-togethers, and they're not going to follow the normal healthy diet and routine for a majority of it. Yeah, there might be some things that people will uh, bring over to try new recipes, new healthy recipes or new healthy takes on things, but for the most part, it's, it's not like that. And I know for me personally, I really struggled with that. So I wanna, show, I wanna share my background and history with it, how I healed that relationship with food, because a lot of it had to do with cravings and feeling out of control around that stuff and not feeling like I could go and let myself just eat whatever because I'd eat everything in sight and then just be bad afterwards and how I'm approaching it now to where I'm still able to enjoy it. So before I, I have literally brought Tupperware containers of food to family gatherings and just stood around, said no to dessert, said no to all that stuff was the good and did all like the good and healthy things that you're supposed to do when you're on a diet and bettering yourself. And I did that for a very long time and it got to the point where it was just really bad and it was a lot of stress to have to pack for that stuff because I was um, working, going to school full time. I was trying to get my life figured out and doing all these extra things on the side because there's no balance in it, like just hustle harder, sleep less, all that fun stuff and it just got to be a big stressor. So then it got to the point where, okay, I just will, I'm gonna go, we're gonna have a family get together, so I'm not gonna eat anything for breakfast because it's gonna be lunch, Um, and then I can eat the food there, so it'll kind of count as just like one bad meal, and it'll be fine. Or I know I'm gonna overeat anyway, so I might as well not eat anything now and just overeat like a normal amount, but it doesn't work that way. And because you feel guilty about it anyways. And I don't know about you, but um, even when I was uh, supplementing in or adding in uh, cheat meals and things like that, I still felt so guilty about it because it wasn't food that I was supposed to eat. Like it was the bad stuff. And even cheat meals, like you were supposed to follow certain criteria about it, I guess, depending on how far into the healthy diet, healthy cultures that um, just kind of, cultures, uh, cults, I think is what I was referring to, to the point where I feared healthy foods because it wasn't 
the healthy, quote unquote, healthy thing to be doing at that time. So even a salad I couldn't feel good about because the dressing is there and that's terrible. So you need to eat it dry or potatoes are bad for you or fruit is bad for you because there's so much sugar in it. But anyways, I digress. (laughs) So I would get to the point where I would either have a a Tupperware container of food and then just want everything else inside anyways and then if I did eat something else there I'd feel guilty because I already had my food but I still ate more and more would just be like a plate or something and then it got to the point where I would just literally eat everything in sight and just munch and munch and munch because I didn't have this food at home and here it is readily available for me it's just sitting out and we don't do like typical sit down meals where all the food is ready all at once it, and i mean sometimes we do but it's usually just it's a grazing frenzy and we'll start putting some things away but the snacks will stay out and then we've got the dessert and desserts there's always more desserts than there is actual food so it's a big change and a big shift in Um, creating a healthier relationship and view of it. So it went from the can't have, we'll never see again, like one time only kind of thing to I had to change it as like, I can have any of this at any time. Yeah, my grandma makes this specifically, like this is her pie or this is my cousin's salad, but I could go and find a knockoff version of it. Is it gonna be as good? No, but I can still have it. The biggest thing for me with creating more balance around food was realizing that nothing is off limits. Everything is readily available because if nothing's off limits then you don't have the scarcity mindset of I only get this once. I only have this one time a year. And when you are constantly on a diet and already starving yourself, like it's not just about green bean casserole is only for Thanksgiving and you just get to enjoy it when it's on Thanksgiving. No, it's like this food, I'm never going to be able to have this much food ever again until the next family get together. And then I'm going to have to go through all of that stress all over again. And what kind of memories do you want with that? I remember I Like for certain gatherings, I remember the stress only, the fear, the frustration, the guilt about it of, am I going to get home early enough to still be able to go to the gym, like catch up on homework, get ready for the week, do my meal prep and like make up for all of this crap that I just ate. Like, do I have enough time for that? Like, oh, this went a little bit later. We were having some good conversations, but now I'm stressed and worried about making all of these changes and making all of these shifts and making it work out and like also punishing myself for the fact that I did do that. So I'm not eating dinner, even though like I've digested the food and I'm kind of still hungry. I'm not going to eat dinner because I ate all of that bad food. I'm going to go and do an 8, 9 p.m. fasted cardio hour session because, like, not fasted because I just ate, but, like, I wouldn't eat dinner and then I would go and do do cardio because I overate. (laughs) I did a bad thing and I needed to pay for it in my mind and my mind alone. And this is where having too many different perspectives and ideas and things that work for other people just floating around in your head as this is the gold standard because it worked for me and it worked for these people so it has to work for you. This is where it doesn't line up. It doesn't actually help and benefit you. 
And this is where you need to figure it out for yourself. You need to find the foods that work best for you. And it starts with taking away the fear and stress of not being able to have it again. That lack mentality, that scarcity, that all or nothing. Everything is available. You are able to go to the store and buy a full sheet cake. It is there. You can have it. It is possible. Do you want a full sheet cake though? This is where experimenting comes in handy. Because with an experiment, there's no success or failure. There's just an outcome. And with that outcome, you get to decide what it is you want to do with it. Do you want to keep it? Do you want to toss it? Do you want to try something new? But it ultimately puts you back in control. And when you have been following strict diets and needing to be in a bubble of perfection in order to see success with a diet and workout routine, this amount of control is exhilarating. But and it also puts you back in with you are fully capable and you are fully in charge of your life. All of these choices have been made by you. Maybe you've been hurt and wronged in the past. Understandable. Yes, we are not taking responsibility for what other people have done for, to you. But your response and what you've allowed to happen up until this point of wanting and needing change is yours, is up for you. That is your choice. So, it puts you in control to say, yes, I want to have this, no, I don't want to have this. And that's from experimenting. That's where I was going with this. <laughs> that's through experimenting. Because you find out how your body reacts to certain foods. Like, I find out my body does really well with a couple cookies. Like, it's fine if it has a couple cookies. I've healed the stress and guilt of having them and I know where my limit is as well. I know that two cookies is gonna be fine, but five cookies is not. Sometimes five, cookie, five cookies is totally fine and I, and I feel just like full and there's a little bit of a sugar rush, but I don't feel like icky inside. And not icky from guilt, but physically my body just doesn't feel great. And instead of going for a number on the scale or a strict amount of days unbroken or something along those lines, we go for the feeling of feeling good. Because when you're feeling good, like, isn't that the goal? Isn't that why we want to lose weight? Isn't that why we want to be the best version of ourselves is to feel good? Oof, this truck is coming up fast behind me. Scary. Um, so when that's the goal, you don't need to worry about... Like, if it's right or wrong, your body's going to tell you. And if you ever get to the point where you are ready for, like, another level of challenging yourself or you want to see what you're capable of or you want to work towards X, Y, and Z, not in the sense of, oh, not that fast, not in the sense of I need to do this to gain acceptance and better my life and social status or get the love and attention that I so crave but just in the sense of I want to see what I'm capable of like this is to, like my worth and value is not going to be set on how this turns out like what my placing is or the fact if I finish or not like I just want to see what I can do and maybe then you like hone in on your diet a little bit more because we do know what foods are a little bit healthier and what foods like bring us down a little bit and it is also about how you feel too you know how to feel yourself 
It's just finding what works best for you. So that's why when you go to the store and there is a full sheet cake available, you know yourself. Do you actually need a sheet cake? Do you actually want a sheet cake? Is this something that is going to make you feel good or make you feel bad? Again, not about guilt, not about choosing good or bad foods, but how your body physically responds to that thing. And this is also where you find out like how you respond to stress. Are you a stress eater? How does your body digest foods when you are stressing? What makes it better? What makes it worse? What is a good balance between your stress comfort foods and also helping you along to get out of this funk? And that's how you're able to enjoy family gatherings too. We'll reel it back into memories. Because <laughs> memories are a surrounded by food. You do make a lot of memories. Eating, going out to dinner, getting together with people, cooking, baking, all of that stuff. And when everything is readily available, you want to try it. So you take a little sample of everything. And if you're still hungry, you can take a little bit more of something. You're focusing on your protein intake because you are a strong person that is looking to better themselves. So you want to make sure that that baseline of muscle that you've created is fully supported. And protein is a good source of that. So you're going to focus on eating that. Carbs give you energy. So you want to make sure you are energized and eating enough of that. And fat is good for you on a molecular level, on a molecular and chemical level. But there's also a point for everybody where it's maybe just a little too much. Maybe just a little too many carbs, maybe a little too many proteins, maybe a little too many fats. And you find that out and you find that middle ground. And with eating out, with those family get-togethers, you get to decide, do I want to eat until I'm content or do I want to eat until I am fully uncomfortable? What is that point that you want to get to? And then you decide. It's no longer I am... I cannot be trusted around this stuff. I have no control. It is I'm fully accepting that I am going to eat a little bit more or I am fully accepting that I'm not going to take that last bite even though there's only one bite left on the plate and I need to finish it. I'm going to say no and walk away because I feel comfortable with where I'm at now. And yes, this will take time with family as well. Family and friends to get used to. If you ate everything on the plate and then some, and they can always count on you to like clean up the scraps, this will take time. Or if you're the one that always under eats and now you're eating a little bit more and you're saying yes to things, people will remark. People will say things because that's just how we are, unfortunately. But that can also be changed. You know the saying, treat others the way you want to be treated? How would you want somebody to respond to you eating, to you saying no, to you saying yes? How would you like others to respond to you? And that's how you respond to them. And you talk them through it. People will ask questions. They are curious. And the good ones will be open to it, will listen in and hear. And of course we have those family and friends that we love and accept and families can be a little bit harder to like remove from your life. But if that need 
needs to be, that needs to be. And same with friends too. Just because you've been with them for a very long time doesn't mean that they could, they get a free pass to stay in your life. If they are no longer serving you, if it is no longer good for your life and not in a bad way of cut everybody out give everybody a fighting chance. You are doing a lot of work and if they only see you a few times every year or every so often, they're not going to be able to catch on as quickly as you doing the work day in and day out for months. It's going to take some time. And if you truly do want them in your life, you will be flexible and open to them working through it as well. But just talk about it. I verbalized some things that I was just kind of talking through. And family and friends have said, that's really good to know. Like, it's good to know that you need just time to yourself. And it's nothing personal. And, like, I told my mom and my boyfriend that some days, like, when I am just fully capped at people... Like, I don't really want to be around anybody. Even the people that I truly enjoy being around. I just need some time. I just need a little bit of time to scroll. I just need a little bit of time to watch, like, stupid nonsense to kind of just refresh my brain a little bit. And there's nothing wrong with that. But if I didn't verbalize that or talk it through, they would never know. And how can I get mad at them for not reacting or responding in a way that I would like them to if they had no idea that that's what I needed? This stuff is hard, not only for you to personally work through, but for you to open up and share with others too. Because it does take time. We get so comfortable with where we are at that the change in ourselves is difficult, but the change with everyone else around us that is also a part of our lives can be hard as well if they are not with you every single day to see the process and kind of be a part of it too. So take it easy and trust that it does work out. And if you do want help with the that process and those steps, I've got some options. I always suggest starting with my food experiment journal because it shows you exactly how you, what you are eating, how you're responding to it, and you're able to more just physically connect the dots with your food intake. Um, and it doesn't need to be perfect, but it helps with seeing the intuitive eating side of things. But if you do want a little bit more structure on exactly how to go about it, um, it's not, it doesn't need to be a specific diet. It's so very basic and plain. Um, but it just kind of helps guide you through it and it's not meant to be perfect and it doesn't count calories. It's just empty space for you to put whatever you need to down. Um, if you do want to see kind of what the inside is, let me know. I can kind of add it to my story. Um, follow me on Facebook and Instagram, but I would start with that. If you do want more like step-by-step how to go through it, the food experiment course that goes along with the journal, um, I would check that out because I go through setting your intentions at the beginning Uh, each week going over what to focus on to get the most out of the journal and then conclusion how to move forward from that. But if you are ready for a complete revamp and you want to focus on your food and your relationship with it, you want to focus on your fitness and changing the way you view that as well, how you view your body and the stress that is associated to your life, healing everything where you're at now, what has happened in the past and how you can move forward with it and have that information in your back pocket, um, the beginning program is for you. 
It's three months long with an intro and outro, weekly um, content breaking down like what to focus on and homework handouts to kind of work through it for the week. Um, All three of those options, the course, the journals, um, are self-study. So the course is $12.95. $12.95? Yeah. Uh, The course that goes with the journal is $150 and beginning program is $500. There are two payment options as well, which can bring it down to less than $100 a month. So it's really just up to what is best for you. But if you are just ready for somebody to support you through this and you don't necessarily want to do it on your own anymore, and this isn't for everybody, I will say that. (laughs) I know for me, when I was first starting out, I didn't want anybody to really know what was going on with me. I really wanted to just figure it out myself. So that's why I created the courses. But I did get to a point where I did want support. I was so done going it alone. And I just wanted somebody to tell me, what steps to take and help me figure it out myself. I didn't want to be told what to do. I wanted to figure it out, but I wanted somebody to understand. And sometimes we just need that reassurance. And if that is you, I would love to offer out my uh, one-on-one coaching. My spots are limited and I only take on a few people each time, but um, everything is on my rocksolidgymmethod.com website. So rcksldgym method.com. Uh, scroll down closer to the bottom. There's going to be options for like looking at courses, one-on-one work, get the journals, uh, check out the one-on-one coaching, kind of read through it a little bit. Um, and then there is a form to fill out just to kind of get to know you a little bit more. You can always reach out to me on Facebook and Instagram. Um, but everything is just kind of broken down simply, but it is more focused on making it work for you. You do get access to all of my courses. So there might be homework where I want you to kind of work through it. But again, if you just want it to be you and me and we figure it out and you have that stuff for like later on, if you want to, um, we can do that, but it is a $1,500 investment or three monthly payments of five fifty. And uh, it's bi-weekly calls, Monday through Friday Voxer, where we're able to chit-chat and text each other as we are working through um, things that come up, the homework that I give you and what we want to focus on, going through mental blocks and working on it in real time. So those are kind of the steps. It's really just setting your baseline with food and fitness and being able to understand why you are dealing with that, the stress around it and getting to a better place. So if you are interested, feel free to check it out. Everything is listed. Everything is up on the website and pricing is there too. Um, if you ever do reach out and want to ask questions, I'm not going to hard sell you. I'm not going to force you into anything because that's happened to me and I definitely don't want that for you. Um, I will answer questions because I do know that we want to make sure it's the right option for you and exactly what you're looking for. If it's not, I don't want you to be in something that isn't exactly what you need. So it's not going to be a hard sell. It's just going to be information and making sure that it's exactly what you're looking for. But I hope you have a fantastic day. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will talk to you guys again very, very soon. Bye-bye.